you and we bless you. Give us the spirits and the atmosphere to learn and to study your word. May your word be a blessing to us. And may it cause us to excel. May we receive the wisdom and the mind that God, having received and hear from you, we shall leave this place fully blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. Amen. Amen. So we finished dealing by that. Today we are moving to the next one, the prosperity of all people. As for this one, I know you do. Because everybody wants to prosper. Amen. But the, the best way to prosper is to win souls. I hope you know that. If you win one person, you win money. Amen. The amount of money that comes to you is the amount of people that are around your life. It's just simple as that. Amen. If you work in a, a place where there are a lot of rich people there, you never lack money. If you work in a place where there are a lot of poor people there, you are always short of money. So the amount of money that comes to you has to do with the amount and the quality of people around you. So we're going to look at how we can prosper and everybody can prosper as the Lord seeks and wants for us. That is what we're going to look at. at because God wants everybody to prosper. God wants every human being to prosper. God doesn't want uh, someone to prosper and someone is half-prospered. Half Somebody is semi-prospered. Someone is mini-prospered. No. God wants everybody who is created to prosper. For that matter, now God wants every Christian to prosper. God might not get everybody to prosper, but at least for every Christian, God wants us all to prosper. And our prosperity is not defined within the limits of anybody. Hallelujah. Your prosperity does not end as where the richest man or the wealthiest man in life prosperity ends no riches or no rich man no wealthy person is the limit of your prosperity the moment you make any human being the limitation of your prosperity you have insult the sovereign mind of god hallelujah so let's look at the prosperity of god three areas of our life that god wants us to prosper God wants us to prosper in three areas of our life. That he wants us to prosper according to 3 John chapter 1 and verse 2. According to this 3 John chapter 1 verse 2, God wants us to prosper in three areas. Say, beloved, I wish above all things. So notice that he started by saying, I wish above all things. That means nothing is the limit. Amen. Nothing is the limit. The richest man in your hometown is not the limit for your prosperity. The richest man in Ghana is not the limit of your prosperity. But God does not want us to imagine our prosperity at the level of human beings. So he said, I wish above all things, all things, that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Above all things that you prosper. Number one, prosperity of life. And 
be in good health. Prosperity of the body. As your soul prospers, prosperity of the soul. So there's three distinct areas of life. God wants every human being, every Christian to prosper. Until we have prospered in these three areas of life, church, we have not prospered. Amen. So, when we talk about prosperity of God, we are not talking about having money. It's just a fraction of it. Amen. If you want to look at the prosperity of God, you read about Genesis chapter 12, what God said to Abraham. About seven blessings that quantify the prosperity of a man. And you should look at the house of Abraham. Because I said in the morning, that I'll, along the way I'll bring it, but when you talk of a person is prospered, number one, the person has a gainfully employment. Gainfully employment means that your employment or your work or your business is able to take care of you with surplus to take care of the next seven people after you. Hallelujah. That is, you should be able to take care of yourself, your wife, your children, and able to take care of seven people's life every day. That is when you say you are gainfully employed. Number two, you must have riches. What is riches? Riches is a car. A car is riches. Home theater is riches. DVD player is riches. All the speakers and microphones and this, they are all riches. Because at any time when you are financially broke, you can pick one of them and sell and get money. And take care of yourself. Amen. So, they enrich a person's life at any time that there's a need. The person has something to relieve themselves and continue living. Call them riches. Then we have wealth. Because riches is not wealth. That's why we normally say riches and wealth. So when we come to wealth, now the person has houses, not a house. Amen. Houses, lands, not 40 by 40, land. Where it is still in litigation. The person acquired land, acres of lands. The person of industry, farming, big farming. Industry, manufacturing industry, producing, constant producing, offshore businesses, slaves, person must have slaves, people that work for him or her without any wage or nothing, he controls them about. Somebody said, hey, hey, is this, yes. Ah, but God wants everybody, of course, God created some people to be slaves. Oh, you don't know. The Bible quantifies Abraham's blessings, including the slaves in his house. The servant, the person must have servant. You know, a servant is different from a slave. A servant is in the, ho is in the room. A slave is an outside. A servant has at least 30% respect. A slave has 0.09 respect. A servant serves you at your table. 
A slave works for you on the field. Without any income. You decide what to give to a slave. You bargain what to give to a servant. Hallelujah. So whenever somebody employed you or you are working for somebody and this person is deciding what they want to give to you, you are his slave. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the moment they begin to sit down and bargain with you how much they should pay you, sorry, you are being what? A servant. You are going to serve. Because when they employ you, how many people bargain with you? They employ you and the time the appointment letter will come, sometimes they put in it. We pay you 550. It's more, it's more. I tell you, if you don't like it, leave it. And you can't leave it. You put it there and go and work. And you can't talk. You can't speak. They mishandle, they mistreat you bad working conditions. Anything. They do, sometimes the bank will be on the 15th and they have no pay you. And you can't talk. Hallelujah. So, in brief, that is when you say that this person is prospered, is wealthy. And church, how many of us? And in order to prosper in the way God wants us to prosper, it doesn't come by working for somebody. Because you can never work for somebody to become prosperous. No. As long as you are under somebody's command, you are a servant. Hallelujah. Because very soon, there are a, a number of people who have very good employment. In the morning, you wake up to beat traffic and go to work. And evening, beat traffic. And at the end of month, they put something in your hand. And they tell you that that is your salary. Or that is your income. And he said, hey, I have a good job. I have a good job. They pay me well. Pay me well. I am paid. 3,500 Ghana cities a month. Pay me well. Any car I want, I can go for a loan and buy it. I can stay anywhere I want to stay. Eat anywhere I want to go. Now, hey, if I want a visa, I can print my own bank statement. Hallelujah. The day that company will cease to exist, your prosperity has come to a halt. <laughs> Amen. So you see that you are not prospered. But when you are in your room, sleeping 10 o'clock, then you stretch, you wake up 11. Then you take a phone. You call Paris. Have you shipped the containers? How many are coming now? 24. Okay. What about the, the Tars factory? Is it working? Tell the manager when they get to office, they should call me and let me know how much money they made yesterday. Okay? I'm trying to tell my personal assistant in Paris that I want him to move this evening fast and go to London and go and check. There are some things there that I want them to clear and move it to US for me. Can you do that for me? It has to be in, be in US latest by Friday morning. Okay? I've just woke up. I'm preparing to go and see some few things at the Ghana office and I'll be back. And they don't even know where you are located. That is when you say that the person is moving things. So prosperous people move things. They move things. But when things move you, 
have not prospered. And most of our things are moving us. In the morning, some boss picking the telephone is moving you. Moving you. And you are hitting your head all around. The person who is moving you is the one who is prospered. The mover is the servant. The movie. We have the mover and the movie. Amen. And most of us are movie. Every morning we are being moved. And at the end of the day, they'll give you something and say that, yeah, I'm prospered. I'm prospered. I'm prospered. You are not prospered. You are not prospered. You are prospering. Hallelujah. The Bible said that, and Isaac was blessed. He began to be blessed. And he became blessed. So there are three stages of what? Blessing or prosperity. To start prospering. To be prospering. And to prosper. Some of us, we have started prospering. That's so why we are getting some few jobs into our money cities into our pocket. And we are satisfied. We have ended. Now, cash. But God wants us to what? Prosper in these three areas. We must have effective mind and brain. Our mind must be powerful. Strong, effective. Productive. We must have sound health and fruitful body. And we must acquire riches and wealth. God is not against it. He is happy. Do you think God is happy for you to struggle on what to eat every morning? Do you think God is happy? Listen to me. Sometimes we don't decide to jealous people. Who, but the lack of prosperity in us. That is why you see somebody's nice house. Look at it. It's not easy to build this house in Ghana. You don't know. Sometimes people... You don't know what is under. You don't know how they get their money. It's not because you are saying it. Something inside of you is reminding you. But God wants us to acquire these things. And I said, when it comes to spiritual blessings, prosperity, everybody have it. Because every Christian who seeks after righteousness have the prosperity of the Lord. Amen. The Bible talks in Ephesians that he has given us all blessings pertaining to spiritual and physical. In Christ Jesus. So every blessings that we need to have spiritually, it, we have it in Christ Jesus. It's there spiritually. And like I said, man is made up of three components which I know and you know. Man is a spirit living in a soul, dwelling in a body. And the spirit is rich because there's no problem with our spirit. Our spirit never sin. The only time your spirit will begin to sin is when we begin to blaspheme. And begin to say that Jesus is not the son of God. Amen. Then you begin this one. You are going too high. You are beginning. Your spirit is beginning to. It means your spirit is losing contact. With it greater. But as long as you believe. And it's still in you that Jesus is the son of God. He came to die and is the redeemer for your soul. Your spirit is solid. Sound. The problem now is your soul. 
then you know the soul is the greatest problem of everybody. The center of life. Hallelujah. So your spirit have not. Now, let's go ahead and look at the prosperity of the soul. Because I said the soul is what we are dealing with. We shall come to the prosperity of the body or well-being to have general prosperity that is body, what to wear. I mean, what to drive, what to sleep. This is the, I mean, that's the outward one. Then we talk prosperity of um, health. How to live right. Live healthy, productive. But let's look at prosperity of the soul. Which means to have an effective and a productive mind. If God is saying that I wish above all things that you will prosper in your soul, God is saying that I wish above all things that you will have a productive and effective mind. Your mind must be active. It must be effective. It must be alive. You don't need to carry a blockhead. Your head is not just bones and tissues and sinews and brains which have been put together and compacted and put on your neck. So that you pull them around wherever you go. No. There is some things that God has put in this coconut. It is called brain and it is called mind. And it must be effective and it must be productive. It is the driving force of life. If your soul is ineffective, the drive of life will be slow. Hallelujah. People can take decisions within three seconds. Some people need hours to take the same decision. You hear people say that, I don't mean, I don't know math. I don't know math. As for mathematics, I don't know. It is never true. It is never true. Because God never created an ineffective mind. You have said that you don't know math, but it's not God. And the reason why you, you believe that you don't know math is that your foundation for mathematics was poor. So from the onset of the program, you didn't understand. And you have grown without understanding the basis of it. And so you say you don't know. But if you can go back and re-get the foundations and the fundamentals well, you understand. I completed school with a very bad, poor English. And I thought I didn't know English. But when I realized that I'm a preacher and I'm going to preach now and if I'm going to make any impact in my generation, the only lingua franca is the English language. I go back to learn. I went back to get a class three teacher to start teaching me English. Amen. And learn it. And sometimes you go and stand somewhere and just be preaching. I bought a tape recorder. And I'll go and stand at the beach or go to the forest and I'll be preaching and recording it. And when I finish, I'll bring it to a certain sister and she will listen and she will edit You edit the English everything, then I'll give it to a senior pastor and we'll listen and we'll tell you that the interpretation of the scriptures were not solid. 
And I'll go back and go and learn and go and work and go and learn and go and work and go and learn and go and work. Today I'm standing here preaching in English, which you thought I got maybe grade one or three in English, but my O level gave me grade six in English, and my general paper gave me F. My father saw the F, he said, Fine boy. If you have my father, I'm telling you. Would you have any problem in life? You would have. Because I get grade 9 in biology, my father greeted me. You've done well. You've done well. I said, Daddy, I got 9. Say, Yes. Done well. You go and do exam, somebody got, got 1. And you have money to get 9. Ah, very small would have got 10. Would have got 10. I said, Daddy, I did well. Oh. Say, Yes. You are my son. You are very intelligent like me. Say, say, Daddy, if your limit is as nine, then by God. So my father, you don't have any problem when it comes to education. Because the grade, he has his own grades. But church, to have an, 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 an effective brain and, and, and productive mind makes a person's soul to be effective. And we say that what? Becoming creative and productive with the mind. Some of us, listen, we are not creative. It means that our soul is not effective. Our mind is not effective. People think for us. People decide for us. The reason why there's so many unemployment is that the brains that are creating are few. And the brains that are dormant are the majority. That's the reason. Amen. That's the reason. When you go to the other developed worlds where employment is high, it means much or many brains are creating and the fewer are dormant. When you go to the developed worlds. Because a lot of people are making use. Their soul are active and they are alive. Every now and then they are thinking through ideas. How can they start something new and how can they it become productive and blessing to others? And when you come to our side of the world, every day we are thinking of how can we find it and how can we get it? So we are getting, 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 getting. Somebody is in school, all that is thinking of he must finish school and get a job. Amen. So, the brain is not being trained to create, but it's being trained to receive. And God never created any receiving mind. God created a giving mind. A productive and effective mind. When God created Adam, who is the first man of creation, he didn't give him money to start. He gave him intelligence to start. Say, Adam, go to the garden. I've put you dominion over everything I've created. Till the grounds. Work on the plant. Feed yourself with some. Use the herbs to treat your diseases. And live by the earth. Amen. Didn't give him money. 
Then God said, Adam, everything I've created, name them whatever you want to name. Then he stepped into the garden. He saw some leaf. This one is called a leafy. This one is called a yo-yo. This one is called bitter leaf. He saw some small, small, small fishes. Say, this one is called one man thousand. I agree people will like it very well. The Bible said that as Adam named them, so had it been up to today. The chair you are sitting on, Adam said this one shall be called a chair. Amen. God didn't give him money. God didn't show Adam how to sow skate. But Adam sat down and said that if we are naked, we have to cover ourselves. And the Bible said that they went and get leaf and sow themselves a wrap. Intelligence. Brain power, effective soul. And they make their world better up to today. So in, 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 in definite word, it means that God never started us with employment. He started us with creative abilities. The only employment that can give you job for life is when you go back to the potential of your creativity. Because you, you shall remain employed for the rest of your life if you create your industry. But as long as somebody, you are depending on somebody's money to survive, you shall remain people's slave. And the man with the effective mind is the one with the greatest money. Because the one who creates to solve massive issues receives bulk of the money. That is why today Microsoft gathers all the money because they are solving 98% of information. And life is all about information. Today, information about everything. You have a software. Everything. And they are controlling all the money is going there. Hallelujah. And the greatest people who are making massive money in our time are people who are processing information. Communicators. Amen. So even if God has not given you any power, he has given you the ability to communicate and communicate well. That is why he gave everybody a mouth. Because you can never be effective with your brain and with your creativity if you can't communicate it. Hallelujah. So you must be creative in your mind and productive with your mind. Being creative means you are able to bring out ideas that is sustainable and workable. Ideas, programs that is sustainable and they are hard. Workable. Somebody say, Pastor, but what do you mean to bring ideas that is sustainable and that is workable? What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Pastor? What, what idea? What idea? Somebody just sat down one day and he said, H, that is two molecules of hydrogen. When you get, combine it with one molecule of oxygen. You shall produce a hydrocarbon or an 
inorganic substance called H20, which is dioxide, if I'm right, and it shall be called water. You produce it in a gaseous form, but when it condenses, it will become a drop of water and is good for life. Whether it was true or bad, you came out with that idea. They put that idea into work. It produces water. Today, wherever in the world, wherever every company that produces water, or distilled water, or do pure water, or whatever, they use the same distillation chemical formula to process the water, to put the water through fire, and it will burn, and it will release the hydrogen, the oxygen, will go through some machines, and it will just put in the necessary formula. And the gaseous will go through a, a con condensing machine to cool it. And when you cool the gas, the water will drop. And then you and I, we don't drink rainwater. Now we are drinking treated water. Somebody sat down, came out with one idea from nature. And has bring out a sustainable and workable idea for all generations. And that idea has become productive because after our time, it is still profiting all generations. Hallelujah. Somebody said, if I take wood and I cut it for and I join it together, it becomes a chair. Sit down, it will sustain you from falling down. And up to the day the person did that furniture in Genesis chapter 6 or whatever, up to today, it has been modified and modified and modified, but the formula is still the same. Back to arm support, legs for chair up to today. One idea. And the idea is not derived from mass. It was derived from what? Creation. Which you and I are on it. Why are some people being able to be creative and productive with their mind and you and I, we are not? It means that we have become hot. Give us. Sorry. Receive us. And we have thrown away the power and the prosperity of the mind. We have thrown it away. We have thrown it away. We don't care. We don't care about our mind. And sometimes we say that, oh, well, when we go to school, I mean, we didn't train. Listen to me. School is not supposed to train you to be creative. No. School is not supposed to train you to be creative. School is just to give you a global mind. It's to bring your mind to the level where you can reason through all generations and all cultures. That's all school can do for you. So that at every sphere of life you find yourself in, you can bargain your way through. You can think on formal levels. That is all school is about. You can argue on formal levels. You can travel on international scale. That is all school is about. Amen. But the power of the mind to prosper was given by God. Every human being here have an idea. And I give a typical example. Which of us men, you see a woman that you like, 
You don't know the strategies that you have to use to win that girl. We have the ideas to go wrong, but the ideas to come right. Do you think we don't have it? Everybody have got 